0: This is Sunday's Psychedelic Spirit with Aaron Akulis, brought to you by the Peace on Drugs podcast. I was overcome with a fear as I thought about my upcoming trip to North Carolina to visit my family. Would we get along? What is the likelihood that politics would come up and cause a nasty disagreement? And then a thought occurred to me. We have a finite amount of time on this planet, I only have so many visits left with my family before one of them becomes the last. Why and how could I let one minute be wasted on arguing about world politics? Why would we sacrifice a single moment that we could spend with each other in happiness and love to spend a moment in anger and rage? This thought led me to doing this Sunday's Psychedelic Spirit wrestling with crocodiles. Hey peace Nicks Sunday psychedelic spirit is back for a week. I quit doing them for a few reasons. Uh, one, they weren't getting a lot of interest though I did have a few friends reach out and you know told me that they enjoyed them. So that wasn't the main reason I stopped. The, the number one reason is I've been super busy at work and I've spent all my free time working on the opioid crisis special, which I'm happy to say will be out this Thursday. So, um, I decided to slip a psychedelic spirit in because I had a topic I found was really good, and as we get into this holiday season, um, i I felt like it was an important one to put out and um also, I want my peacenics to know that the psychedelic spirit isn't over. it's never over. It'll just be um, you know more of an occasional thing, uh, like a special treat so um. So next week my wife Megan and I are renting a motorhome and we are taking the dogs to visit family in North Carolina. And we are so excited about this trip, but this is the first time that I've actually had real anxiety over seeing family because of politics. And I know I'm not the only one. I mean, how many of you, uh, you know, sit on a different side of the fence than some of your family? Probably every one of you. And uh, this has always been this has always been the case, right? Like, only now it's no longer a fence. It's a moat filled with crocodiles. And if you want to test the waters by bringing up which side of the moat you're on, well, there's a good chance you're going to have to wrestle a crocodile. Am I making sense here? Our country is so divided that if you you go stay with your family for the holidays, there's a chance you will leave earlier than expected and not talk to them for a long time. I've heard this happening to many of my friends and to people in my own family. So I started thinking about why this is, and not from the perspective of who's to blame or what's to blame. You know, it's because Trump or COVID or Black Lives Matter or wokeness or cancel culture, or QAnon. Of course, all of these things have their place in our country's divide. But I want to come at this from a psychological and spiritual perspective and hopefully by looking at it this way and understanding the underlying emotions we can avoid wrestling with crocodiles when we go to see our family now the original title of this sunday special i was going to call it two degrees to politics but i thought wrestling with crocodiles was more intriguing so um like the what is it the six degrees to kevin bacon you know where if you uh, if you name an actor any, any actor, then in six or less movies, you can link him or her to Kevin Bacon. So like an example, you take, uh, um, I, I wrote one down here. It was like um, Eminem, the rapper Eminem. Well, he was in 8 Mile. Ken Be- Basinger played his mom in the movie 8 Mile. Ken Basinger was also in Batman with Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton was in Birdman with Ed Norton, Ed Norton was in Fight Club with Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt was in Sleepers with Kevin Bacon. So that's that's the you know the 6 degrees to Kevin Bacon. So how many degrees are we away to having a conversation turn political? My answer is no more than 2 degrees. And this is why it's so hard to avoid political conversations. Like we we've all told our parents or cousins or friends like when we show up to hang out that we are not going to talk politics, and we all need to agree to disagree and just not bring it up. But within five minutes of a conversation, we're arguing politics. So, So what's changed? I think what we're seeing is a political vortex, and this this could really get this this whole thing could get really bad for our country with this divide. Because as the political vortex grows, more and more things get sucked in, and and it becomes easier and easier for things to get political. So the vortex is a it's like a political charge that's spinning and sucking in life issues, interests, you know, people, Um, and what it does with these things is it charges them politically once they get sucked into the vortex so there's always been like a spinning wheel and it's always um you know it's always uh given things a political charge but the things that it, it you know it's kind of like sucking them in and spitting them out and it kind of stayed to just a few things right like if you were pro-life you leaned right if you were pro-ending the drug war left or libertarian uh bigger military budget you leaned right Socialized healthcare. You leaned left, so there was you know always this like list of politically charged things, but it wasn't a huge list, and it didn't contain a whole lot of things that would e- that you know we could easily stumble upon in everyday conversations. You know, um, we we were always a few degrees from having a political discussion, but it was more than two. You know, everybody remembers the rule at the bar or when you're drinking: no talking politics or religion. Just avoid those two things. If you avoid those two things, you know, if you don't directly start a conversation with something political and you avoid religion, uh, the conversation almost never veered into the realm of politics. But now it's impossible to avoid talking politics because the vortex started spinning and sucking in everything. Things are politically charged now that never were before. Football. Football. You know, bring up football. I'd be like, oh, I quit watching it when it got all political with that Kaepernick stuff, or um, you know, vaccines and medicines. Now, you know, political. If you're like, oh, I, I'm I don't need a vaccine because I have ivermectin. You know, these are personal choices for somebody to make. And uh, but all of a sudden, if you say so, ivermectin, then that means that you're you must be far alt right. If you've if you took the vaccine as soon as it was available, then you're on the left. And these were not political things before. These were just personal medical decisions. Um, if, you know, if, uh, if you think masks work, then you're left. If you think masks are bullshit, you lean right. So, um, you know, so here's some examples of conversations that will go straight into, into politics. How these, uh, the issues, the, the conversation topics that you bring up are only one to two degrees away from turning political. So like, I, could be, I when I go up to North Carolina, I was kind of a, imagining a conversation with my family. Like, oh, I would have brought my bike with me uh, to the mountains. But I couldn't get the right tires ordered because there's a back, you know, they're on back order, and they wouldn't arrive for six weeks. And then someone says, "Oh, that's because of COVID." Boom, you're into politics with COVID. Or you say, "Oh, they wouldn't arrive for six weeks," and they, say, "Oh, that's because Biden messed up the supply chain." Boom, politics. Hey, uh, how how are things going in Florida? Oh, not bad. Been really busy with work because so many people moved down here this year. Yeah, you have the best governor. Boom. We're right into politics, like these these things. They, they come so fast. And there's also people on the left. These uh, these new like the with the woke thing that's happening, you know, or the triggers that are happening with a lot of college kids. You know, like you can't even ask where somebody's from because they'll be like, "I'm from the United States. Where did you think I was from?" It's like, no, it just it was just a it was just asking where you're from. And uh, so there's some of these kind of things that are happening too. It's happening on the right. It's happening on the left. And um and also now like. You know, or also you could be having a conversation with somebody and somebody just drive by with a mask on in the car by themselves, which is a funny thing to see, right? You're like, why are you wearing a mask by yourself? Like, do you sleep with a condom on when you sleep alone? And um, it was something I read that online somewhere. It was kind of funny, but... I will say this, I've ridden in the car with a mask by myself by accident before. Back when you had to wear them at the store, I'd go with my car, wouldn't even think about it. So it could be that happening, or someone's an Uber driver, they're just so used to having it on. Who knows? But either way, you see that, and all of a sudden, you're really close to politics just by seeing that. You're really close to somebody bringing up politics. And also now, you know, I'm seeing a lot of clothing that is polit- that politically charged. You know, Blue and Black Lives Matter shirts. And um, and I'm not saying that I disagree with the phrase Black Lives Matter because of course, I, I of course I agree with that and of course Black Lives Matter they do. Um, all I'm saying is that objectively that the phrase is politically charged. It's become a political thing. Um, you know, it's and it's the reason that phrase is the reason that Blue Lives Matter. Blue, the Blue Lives Matter response was a response phrase, and which again I don't disagree that the lives of cops matter as well. I don't want to put myself on a political side of anything today. Um, yes, I have my views. Some of you know what some of them are. But if someone uh, listening doesn't share them, I don't want them to, to get upset and quit listening. When today's today's point, the point of this podcast today is for everyone, people on both sides. Our country will not be destroyed by, uh, I, I don't believe, our country will be destroyed by a liberal movement alone or a conservative, uh, conservative movement alone. Our number one threat right now is the divide, the divide of our country. And we will not fix this divide by changing the minds of the other side. We can only heal the divide by bringing it back to a place where we actually agree to disagree and we settle it at the ballot box. Not by taking violence to the streets, setting things on fire, shooting up Walmarts or some of the crazier things that have happened. Those things are not going to fix it. And, um, you know, and also I see Trump shirts and Trump flags, rebel flags. Though they've always been around. QAnon shirts. I, I saw a shirt that it said, fuck Biden. It said, fuck Biden. And the letters for F-U-C-K were uh, made up of, like, um, guns. And, and I'll say this. Uh, that's at least where I live. There's a lot more politically charged swag on the right. But it may be the opposite in California or Seattle. I don't know. My point is, though, that politics are now waiting behind almost every door. So how do we come together? Well, our nation, we are in a dark time right now. And if we're going to turn the ship that's headed towards civil war around, we're going to need to learn to disagree and leave politics at the door. And the best way to do this is start neutralizing the charge of things that shouldn't be political. And I think that if we start trying these, these things out at our family gatherings around the holidays and see if we can dial back that that you know toxic uh, political charge that's there and we can have a good time with our families. Th- those little gatherings are where we can start spreading the positivity to move it to a, a larger realm where we can all, as a society, kind of get past this whole COVID thing that, that's happened where everything got politicized. You know, So we, we need to, like I say, neutralize the charge of things that shouldn't be political. Masks. Wear them or don't. Have an opinion whether to wear them or not. It's not political. Vaccines. Take it or don't. Vaccine mandates. um, This is a hard thing to neutralize, this one. So we leave it at the door, right? Vaccine mandates, whatever your opinion is, it's going to be political. I agree that it's political. anything the government's telling you you have to put in your body. I I can't personally stand behind not saying that I don't think vaccines are good because I personally do think they're good. I guess I'm going to tell a little of my political opinion here, but again, I don't think it's a political opinion to have an opinion about vaccines. My opinion on this should not be political. I think that vaccines, if they're they're building up immunity, then they are good and people should take them. I think the government telling you what you have to put in your body to keep your job is a bad thing. So, you know, those two things can exist. but um, again, th- th- those are the kind of things that if it's politically charged, like vaccines shouldn't be politically charged. We should be able to talk about them. Vaccine mandates may be politically charged. Leave it at the door. Football. You know, white people love to play it. And a lot of them like Trump. Black people love, love it and they play it. And they have a right to exercise their freedom of speech by taking a knee. Honestly, um, I-, I honestly think what we do is we neutralize the game. But we leave the kneeling and standing and the nationalism stuff. Leave it at the door because you start talking about that, it's going to get political. Stick to the game. Leave the politically charged things at the door. Also, have a safe word or a signal, like hold up, if you hold up your hand as a stop sign, or um, if you if you say the words "too many farts in the air," then we all laugh and immediately change the subject. So these are the, the my suggestions for when you get together with your family is try to uh, take the political charge off things that shouldn't be political and leave the stuff that is politically charged at the door. And also tell your family, hey, I love you. I want to spend this time having a great time, great conversations. We don't agree on everything and we're never going to, and that doesn't matter because we have a right to our opinions. But if if something starts to you know upset you and you feel like you're about to get mad because you feel like it's an attack on your person for whatever reason, here's the safe word: too many farts in the air. You say it, we laugh, we move on. So um, so this is this is gonna be part one of a of the psychedelic spirit wrestling with crocodiles. I want I want you know everyone that's going to visit the family over Thanksgiving and Christmas to start thinking about these things. How can we have a great, warm, loving time with our family over the holidays. And um, when you go to visit, set this intention. Have an intention to go and have a great time, loving time with your family like you did when you were children and set that as the intention and leave everything else out of it they not even think about, well, how am I going to argue if my family thinks the election is stolen, and I think it's not? I need to look up as much as I can so I can plead my case. You're not going there for a debate, but if you do all that research, then you're going there for a debate. You're looking for a fight. And I'm speaking to myself, too, on this. Anything that I think I need to argue with my family politically, that I need to do some research before I go, I'm not going to do because I'm not going there for a fight. That's setting the wrong intention. So don't worry about your politics. Leave that back at home, wherever you need to have it, if you ever even need to have it at all in your life. Um, so, this podcast will have a second part before Thanksgiving, because I'm getting, uh, I'm getting, I'm doing, setting my intention for the trip that we have coming up next week. We're spending um, the week before Halloween and Halloween uh, with my family in North Carolina. You know, I'm going to go visit them. And I'll be there, and I'll be there for an entire week with a bunch of different friends and family. So basically, part two is I'm I'm going to let you know how it went, how it worked. You know, possibly what didn't work. I'm hoping that I come back with just telling you that it was the most amazing trip and that it really made a difference setting the intention. That's what my hope is. But I'm not going to lie to you. We'll see how it goes. Um, I do love my family to death, and we do not agree on a lot of things. But I think we agree that we would rather spend our time um, happy and creating memories that are worth remembering than we would spending time yelling and disagreeing and talking about what a disaster the trip was. So, um, So that's it for this psychedelic spirit. Make sure you tune in this week. I'm releasing my opioid crisis special. I spent a lot of time researching it because it was so important that I didn't want it to be one of those things where I just kind of do a little research and I I do a funny commercial and I just talk my opinion into the mic. I I spent a lot of time reading a lot of things and reading a lot of books, and I'll be reading things from a lot of these books. It's a very important podcast because we've had... Um, there was 93, over 93,000 people died of drug overdose in 2020 in the US. So this is a very important topic. So this is the opioid crisis special will be out Thursday. And um, that's it for this Sunday Psychedelic Spirit. Like I say, part two, how my trip went in North Carolina will be coming up soon. And uh, remember to always do your best to be kind to one another. I love you. Peace out.